fire at all. Nothing beats terminal parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Tame and King. Fire Hi, welcome in. Very excited about today's show. It's Fireball Friday. It's the 16th of February and we have a stacked McCafe menu coming your way. Michael Voss has extended his contract to coach the Blues for an extra couple of years, 2026, and he is going to join us. Ben Henry is uh, one of the better AFL content creators out there. And wait until you have a listen to the song that he has written about Scott Pendlebury. He is going to join us. He lives in Perth, so he's going to join us a little bit later on. But you'll love that. Questions without notice. The quiz is back. And, of course, your calls, one 736 736 Footy is just around the corner. We're in full-on footy mode, and we're not apologising for that at all. And the best man to do that alongside of is the best analyst in football. His name is David King. Kingy, good morning. Matter of fact, it's all we got, Cornsy. It's, it's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> One code only. <laughs> no, nah, well, that's not true. Because no, you, no, you get into your um, NRL. You love, you love, love it. I, I like your match reports on a Friday morning <laughs> after you've watched Thursday um, footy. But, yeah, it's got to say, it, it feels real now. I mean, you've been out and about again. But um, clubs are getting a bit more serious, so we'll pick your brain on that after 7 o'clock as well. But what else has been happening? Oh, it's a good fun time of year, isn't it? I do, yeah, it I is. tell you what, I, very rarely do I get in here at sort of, you know, the, five, the hours that start with a five is a disaster, really, mm. and see you a little bit, not banged <laughs> up uh, oh. in terms of had a huge night, but you look oh. a bit weary today, and I think you need to come clean with the truth. Give late, night. Late, late night. Corns. Late night corns. Late night. I'll tell you what, some coaches out there should be very nervous this morning <laughs> because you can see the dark side of the moon every now and then. And when grumpy you're tired. Grumpy late night corns. Oh, Not good. Grumpy corns. Get on the beers. <laughs> good night. What did you do last oh, night? Oh, it was great. We had the um, Port Adelaide Hall of Fame and, and season launch. So four new inductees into Port Adelaide's Hall of Fame last night. Which Horn was, Francis which, already? Horn Francis did get not, in? but I did have a chat to uh, gee whiz. Had a chat to him. Oh, had my goodness. I sidled up to him like you wouldn't believe last night and picked his brain. So he's he's in good. He's in a good spot, Kingy. Uh, so put, put Kenny in? Did, did they get Kenny in I had there? a chat to Kenny as well. Uh, he's <laughs> uh, he's in good spirits. But yeah. no, they, did, they didn't. But a couple of the, the 04 boys, uh, Brendan Laid and Peter Burgoyne went in. David Brown um, is a six-time premiership player for the Port Adelaide Magpies. Uh, Magpies, he went in. Um, as well, um, and Mark Kretschmer is a is a, a a person who's no longer with us. Uh, back in the halcyon days of the Port Adelaide Footy Club, also went in, and that award was accepted by his son. But they also inducted they have a teams category as well, and the whole of the 04 Premiership team was inducted into the teams category. So look, it was great. It was a blast from the past, catching up with all the players, seeing some of their kids that were there that were babies when you won the Premiership, and now they're. Fully grown adults was was excellent. Uh, terrific to catch up with Mark Williams, who was in really good spirits. Matty Primus also didn't play on the day, but the club did a good job of... Um, he's now included in the Hall of Fame because of the impact that he had in that 2004 um, run that we had. So, look, it was awesome. You know what it's like. You know what footy clubs are like. You see the, the old boot starters. You see all the people that were influential, the physios, the doctors, the coaches, the board members that you, you haven't seen for so long. So I loved it, but it was late. And Fridays are early. So, um, yeah, look out. <laughs> Fridays are very early. <laughs> look out. So what like, was the vibe in the room? Like, like um, is, is it, is it, did you get a feel that 
that's charging to this year. This is a, the great opportunity of you know building to this, or yeah, let let question. one slip the last couple of years. What what was the what was the vibe? Nah, it's it's a it's a really good question. The vibe was more. So the theme of sort of our run was we we got to finals and failed in finals for for one, two, That's and right. three, we're as good a home and away team as anyone. In fact, won more games than anyone, but continually sort of choked, if that's the right word to use in final. There was a bit of that about the current group. Um, and look, they think that they're ready in terms of the playing. They, they, as you and I spoke about a little bit, and um, I, I defended them a bit because of the lack of key to position depth and ruck stocks that they had last year. There's no, there's no excuses for that. Like, Radigley is there. He's a big man. It's not Tom Jonas at 189 centimetres trying to play on these key forwards. It's Radigalia who's there. Zerk Thatcher gives them some depth. And they've got a couple of big ruckmen. So the vibe is there's no excuses. And they expect to be doing it and winning in finals. But but that's, you know, often there's the clubs criticised for talking a big game before the season has started. I didn't get I didn't get that sense. There wasn't any big sweeping statements. Um, but it feels like the preseason's gone pretty well. They're having a hit out today against each other at Alberton and, and the vibe I got was, you know, there's no excuses when it comes to September. That's great. I, I yeah. think that's that's a really positive uh, starting point. I love these club gatherings. I really do. I'm a, the past players, we probably oh. has dismantled a little bit the Kings. Yeah. We've got to get it we've got to get it up and going again because I yeah. think they are a, they're one of the great facets of life that you should have for, for your whole life. Uh, your, your football career is mm. what? Mostly four, five, six years long for yeah, most for, of the guys most. now. So you want to hang on to that for as long as you can post your footy career. But I'm fascinated with a couple of individuals. So did you get a chance to – and I think this is incredibly positive with what's happened with Warren Treadrate coming onto the board. I love the yeah, fact why, that there's someone – Why do you someone... say uh, – uh, you, you, um, you know, congratulated him on Twitter and those yeah. types of things. Uh, why, why do you say that? Because you think he's he'll challenge things that have been done a certain way? Is that is that why you say that? Yeah. And and, yeah. and let's be frank, it hasn't worked. Mm. And not, not all of this stems from the board discussions, and we don't get really. His role won't be to look after the you know the, the business side of, of things. It'll be yeah. you know the marketing and the directional stuff and the you know the vision of the club, and that will be taken care of by others. But the football stuff, I think it's good to have someone come in and challenge your current status quo. Mm. Why are we doing this? Is this actually working? What are the other teams doing? And and I'm sure they would have done those sort of. Um, discussions in the past, but when you've got someone there that's not really, you know, rowing in your direction all the time, I think it's really healthy. Yeah, so saw saw Treaders. Uh, he spoke what did he say? Uh, as he would as the a premiership captain. He spoke publicly. No, but he was he was good. Like, cause I, I um, I guess we've sparred a little bit. Um, I I didn't think it was the right timing for him to make those big comments last year, and I'm you know I clearly made my feelings known about that. Um, but there's always been a healthy respect because he's the best player I've ever played with. And I've always, always said that publicly from day dot. Like for four years, he's the best centre-half forward in the game. Like there's not many that have done that ever. To four be the best centre-half forward uh, from 2000 to 2004, I think he was four-time All-Australian centre-half forward in a was row. He? Gee whiz. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So uh, he's, he, had a, he had a huge career and, and was really professional and was really good to me as a young player. So there's, there's always been that mutual respect, but we've gone out sort of different ways and he's had his media career and all of that. But when you see them, it's honestly, you just sort of put it all behind you and you shake hands and you ask what's going on. And it, it was, it, so that, that was really good. You'll love this one because you would understand I've been reasonably critical of the Eagles, Kingy. Would you say, would, yeah. Would you, would you, yeah. 
<laughs> strong. So I've, so, I've go, so I've gone to my table. <laughs> oh, no. And the person I'm sitting next to is Jared Schofield, oh. who has just moved back to the Eagles a year ago. And I, I said, oh, Scully, of all the people, of all the people <laughs> that I could be sitting there, I said, nothing, nothing was personal against you that I've said. And he like acted really seriously, like he was angry for a start and then um, give you a big hug and move on. So, uh, uh, but there wasn't, there wasn't, um, Damien Harbick wasn't there, which was, which was of interest to a couple of people because during the week he said he hasn't spoken to Stewie Jew, who also wasn't there. So it's just, yeah, it's interesting the direction that, the playing group goes, but a lot of them are still involved in football. Uh, Kingy, Adam Kingsley, you know, Josh Marnie's still involved yeah. in football. Brendan Laid was inducted last night. Josh Carr's a future head coach. Chad's still coaching. Brogues is still coach. So look, it was good. We're going to have breakfast um, this morning and catch up in a more relaxed environment, but it was an excellent night. Now, something's come across my desk. What's did, you, did you have a golf? Did you have a, because you're, you're a reasonable did. golfer and we talk about your uh, good ambassador for Callaway, I think. Is that okay, my boys at Callaway? Can't good, be good, friend, good friends at Callaway. So you had a golf day, and what I've I'm led to believe that they they separated the the elite, so wow. those with a really low yeah. handicap, and those with a you know an okay handicap, but, <laughs> the but hacks. not at the yeah the hacks okay the hacks. <laughs> and there was a there was a long drive competition, um, and for the elite. I was won by Dan Christian, who smashed it. Now, it must be the new clubs. Callaway the AI hit smoke driver right. hits it like you wouldn't believe, Cornsy. Did he hit it? Am I right in saying he hit it 320 metres, Dan yes. Christian, the former yes. cricketer? I, I, I've, so I was in a group with uh, – I couldn't believe this. So if you've got a handicap north of seven, you're considered just an average golfer. My God. What? North yeah. of seven? Yeah. So there's some. there were some serious golfers there, but oh. – yeah, I, so he I, smoked I it. Play, oh, so Chris Goulding was with us, right? And I thought, yeah. I thought, we well, sort of, hey, you, you go first, mate. We're a group of ten, You're just walking to challenges, right? He hit it over three hundred. What? And I went, what? What are these guys doing? What's going on here? They're playing a different code. And then he, he didn't get within twenty meters of the winner. Dan Christian smashed it. But yeah. for those hacks, there was a separate category for the longest drive there competition. Was. And our man's won. So I'm led to believe that you have won the longest drive competition. You've whacked it at 270, 270. metres, King. Yeah, you're, you're solid. So that's good. What, what is your handicap? Uh, well, I think it's 15. Okay, pretty yeah. good. But I, don't, I really don't worry about the, I never get near any of these things. I never win anything. Well, you've because, won this. Yeah. And, and the prize for the it's a big, it's a good prize. It's a great prize. And it's, uh, it's an alcohol-related prize. It's sort of a, a 12-month supply of alcohol. Is that, <laughs> our, friends from, our friends from Bolter, a year supply of, uh, I can't think of the, 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 the brand of the beer, but a year supply of, of drinks from Bolter. But the a problem year is, supply. Wow. You're, off the, you're off the grog. I've been off it for a, yeah, a little bit. I, I, I just can't believe we haven't talked about this, actually. Well, can I. No, I know. I don't, don't know what happened, but... No, I was in a heated discussion with the kids at Christmas, and the, I, I start the conversation started out with me challenging them, and then they turned it around. Somehow, I ended up with the worst of the lot. Oh, right. And it, it sort of went from I bet you couldn't uh, not, not have a beer with your mates for for a month. I said a month, I'll do that easily. Yeah. I said do two months, and all of a sudden, two months become a hundred days. I don't know how it happened, Cornsy, but I'm halfway. Well, that's honestly that that's awesome. So, but, but not awesome if you difference. can't. Drinking the beer. Do you feel different? Nah, not really. No? Nah? I think the uh, the Barossa's gone into a slight recession. 
<laughs> yeah, Ascot well. Vale Hotel's never seen a, a turn like this on the books. <laughs> I've discovered well, me mates aren't uh, funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they gamble really poorly after yeah. four beers. But anyway, that's no, good fun. It is uh, just different, mate. Another. Is it? A, is it a? Ch- have you found it a, a hard challenge, or is it more? Like if I gave up, just for example, and I'm going to ask people at 0433981116, what have you given up? So let me, cause it's actually funny. I was speaking to Treaders last night. He said he's doing a 28 day juice cleanse. He's not eating for, he's not eating he's not for 28 eating. days. No, he's not eating food for 28 days. I'm like, you're crazy. Jesus. So what have, what have you given up? Kingy's off This could be the, the most radical board member we've ever days. seen. But we, I know. What's the hard part about it? Is it just is it socially? Is that the hardest part where you go to catch up with someone? You would usually just grab a beer and have hard a on one. Monday, hard on okay. Super Bowl day, sitting at the yeah. uh, Levers Hotel. I love I yeah. love the Super Bowl there. It's got a real theatre about. It. He's done a yeah. great job, Johnny Fox, and they all know the they all know the code. So mm. you're you're amongst people that love the game, yep. and usually you have a couple of drinks and everyone just you know really it gets embraces and it has a great atmosphere. That was hard. Mm. Soda okay. waters don't really do it for you. No, soda Bowl waters with, with lime. Even Brooksy was producing out a couple of beers out the back. But. I'm getting Brooks. So on the other side of this, I'm going to just touch base with Brooks. He's going to come in the studio because he was in Vegas yeah. and I want to get. So I've heard all the, the fluffy stuff on the outside and how good's the stadium and Jared's posting clips of the sphere and the, <laughs> the stadium. I want the behind the scenes. That's what oh. I want. And I think, Brooks, give it to I, I think Brooksy can give it to us this morning. So he's going to join us next. He was in Vegas. We're up and running. What have you given up? Kingy's off the grog. Wanna, Tredis is off food. Can I add one a little uh, amendment to it? Uh, another yeah. one, I should say. What's the longest someone's given up drink for that we've got of our listeners? Because some bloke so, told me that he, he just stopped one day and, and hasn't gone back. This is 12 years back. ago. Yeah, I think there'd be a lot of stories like that, actually. Yeah, people just give up, feel better, and, and never get back on it. Anyway, we'll find out because the people will text us off the temper text. Uh, we're here for Melbourne Airport Parking. You can book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. The ramble will continue on the other side of this. It's for Cobram Estate. It is Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. It's grown, harvested, and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. The quiz is back as well. So if you the, the quiz was a bit of a disaster. Not Nothing to do with us last week. Our audience was stupid. So let's find out if they're stupid again this morning. If you want to play the quiz, get ready to ring in. Not yet. Not yet. But there's a big edition of the quiz, which is back in 2024. This is Fireball Friday. Bunnings Trade can help you get back to work with amazing value. Tame and King. Stick around for the quiz coming up very, very shortly. Michael Voss is going to join us, the Carlton coach. Your calls, question without notice. Kingy's given me some homework, which always keeps me on my toes. We'll get to that after 7 o'clock. And he's been everywhere. He's been across all of the intra-clubs. We'll get his reports after 7 as well. Look, Joel Brooks uh, is one of the key reasons this station works. And he's been doing it for a long time. And he was off to Vegas. He went to the Super Bowl. And I said, Brooks, I want to get you very humble, very understated, not one to pump up his own tyres, so we'll do it for him. But Brooksy was there with Jared, um, and we've got him on the line. In fact, we've got him in the studio. Brooksy, thanks for uh, coming on. Hi, Kane. G'day, Kingy. How are we? What was it? What was it like? Look, can I start at the airport? Because y- your beautiful partner, Ashley, put up a, a picture um, of you and the kids when you left. 
and there was tears and she yeah. was sort of saying, oh, Joel's off to, to Vegas and I'm left, I'm left with this. How, 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 did, how did that go down? Yeah, so Harriet was a bit upset. She's four years old. Billy's my youngest. He's 14 months. So he had no idea. And then, um, yeah, so I left it to Ash to look after the kids for 12 days and she just did a great job. So there was lots of FaceTimes and things like that. Um, I did leave a, um, a bit of a surprise for Harriet when, she got home from the from the airport, so that lifted her spirits a little bit. And, um, yeah, she was very well behaved for the 12 days. So. Well, the official trip was only six days. <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> no, I'm only what, what, what was it like, Brooksy? We, we were sort of just watching the, this massive event and the build-up to it, um, you know, the sphere, all of it, Taylor Swift. What, what was the highlight for you, and was it as good as it looked? Yeah, so the whole week we had so many things to do. There was there was the sphere that we went to twice. We went to a WWE presser. We went to live golf. We uh, Jared and I went and watched the ice hockey. And so we were doing all these things. We kept saying to each other, we've still got the Super Bowl on Sunday, the best bit, and it was yeah. the best bit. So it was just an amazing week. Um, yeah. yeah, just the best bit was still to come the whole week, and it um, lived up to it. Have you two sort of vowed to not tell stories about each other when you get back? Is that what's happening? Yeah. How did Jared go over there? Run us through life with Jared for, for pretty much 10 days. It was life with Jared, and we got on really well, and um, we were both on the same page. So we were there to work. I was up at seven each day. I'd go to Radio Row, set up. And so um, the idea of going out and having a heap of beers the night before um, wasn't going to work because I knew that if I did that one day, the next day would be the day that something messes up. So I just wasn't going to take that risk. So there was a beer over dinner each night, but that's about it. Yeah, you would have paid too. Um, <laughs> the size of everything over there, like just the, the production behind the scenes. But we, we turn the TV on. And we just see ESPN and yep. in the background they've got, you know, this happening and that happening and crowd everywhere and just the setups of first class blow you away. Yeah. So at Radio Row, that is just an amazing place. And you would have heard Hutchie and, and Jared and that speak about that before. But one thing we did notice, we were walking up the strip and out the front of the Bellagio, which is a big famous hotel um, and casino with the water fountains and things like that. CBS, who had the rights to the Super Bowl, they were setting up their TV set there. And, and so on the Sunday beforehand, so a week before the Super Bowl, they were still building it. And they were building this, it was enormous, this set at, out the front of the Bellagio. So like, just think of how extravagant that must have looked. And, and then in the water, they had Super Bowl 58, like sort of floating and then CBS Sport, like all these signs floating around the water. And Jared and I were looking at it like, this is just next level, this production. Like, you know, they, they've just gone all out. Like mm. it, it, it was unreal. Yeah, it was so cool to see, and it looked unreal on TV as well. Last one for me, because I know you want to get back to um, doing what you do behind the scenes. But it, do, do, when you speak to people and you say, "Oh, we're from Australia and we, we're interested in AFL," does, does it make a splash at all? Do people know what you're talking about? Yeah, so I took a Sharon. Um, I take a Sharon <laughs> everywhere I go, <laughs> and so I thought I'll take one. What do you mean every? What do you mean every week? <laughs> Didn't uh, take his kids. I, <laughs> he took the Sharon. <laughs> no, I just like footy, so good to have a footy in my hands. No, so I, I had that. Um, I thought I'll take that and just put it on our desk and see if it creates any conversation. And it did. So one person that was next to us was a guy named Dr. Michael Gervais, who has worked with Patrick Cripps and Patrick Dangerfield. And he's been on our show, right. on this show with Gary and Tim a few times. And he was sitting right next to us and he's like, are you from Australia? And I knew exactly who he was. I said, yeah, I'm Joel. We've spoken a fair bit. And, and so that created a conversation with him and then other people yeah. come over. And so that was pretty cool. And yeah, so we met a few people and, um, yeah, they were interested in, um, 
in what it was. So, so many people get it confused with rugby. Yeah. Um, so you explain um, that AFL is better and go from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, the NRL heading over there in the next couple of weeks. But I want to just dig into the, the, the access to players and the access to coaches over there. And, and <laughs> no, I'm being serious for a second because okay. that's coming in here. Is just accepted over there that you'll be spoken to by the media and that it's just part of being the full professional package that you have to be at NFL level? And how do you think that'll translate to AFL this year? Yeah, I thought that was a stitch up there. No, so no. I did speak with Gary and Tim yesterday about a uh, little blunder I made with the fake Andy Reid. But, um, yeah, so that <laughs> that is all in. Um, they, they give plenty, the players. And so the NFL is really good as well. So they send out every presser from every player straight away. So like all the players speaking. So straight after the Super Bowl, I got back to the hotel and, and my inbox is full with, and just got the audio ready for every presser that, and so you can just, if you're a producer or yeah. on radio, you could just cut it up straight away. So yeah, all of that's pretty cool. So the public get access to that? So that was to the media. Just the media. Distribution. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that was I'm fascinated cool. by the AFL side of how it's going to go, Gornsey, this yeah, year. Well, yeah. Well, once again, Brooks is a big Bulldogs man. I've mentioned, like, we'd love to speak to Luke Beveridge. I've oh, I'm not, heard him at, we, it's we it's not even seven o'clock yet. Oh, I know. It's not even 6.30 and you're going, I, I, I'm, I'm going to Bever. It's the question. It's the question. I'm not going at any, at the moment, that's legal for him to do that, but you wouldn't get away with that doing that over there. And I think the fans want to hear from the smartest people in football and that's the coaches. Anyway, Brooksy, mate, I thought you did an outstanding yeah, job. The coverage job. was awesome. Um, and the SEM fans would have absolutely lapped it up and loved it. So uh, well done. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks guys. Good to chat. Brooksy. So if you're wondering how we get Michael Voss on this morning and the whole heap of great guests that SEM get, that is the man. Uh, and he was in Vegas. What's your thoughts? one 736 736. We are, of course, here for Kubota. For over 40 years, we're making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Uh, and if you want to give us your thoughts, you can do so. The 40 Weeks Temper Text. It is Temper Pro. It's the most adaptive mattress ever. It is here. Temper, a mattress like no other. After the news headlines, we'll give you the sports update. And don't forget, the quiz is coming up very, very shortly. So switch on.